Netflix, Hulu, CBS All Access, Crackle. Can you name anything else? I didn't think so. Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, one of the biggest ones, yeah. Amazon Prime. We're talking streaming services. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to Cinematic Brotastic. I'm Andrew. And I'm Philip. And we're talking about streaming services and kind of the general future of entertainment. Like basically we're just kind of giving our thoughts on where we think this is going, if it's good, if it's bad. I don't know. So it's a yeah. it's a tough one. I mean it's I think obviously there is a direction that we are going and there's no stopping the streaming is going to be become more and more and more prevalent. Yeah. Um, whether that's a good thing or not, it's hard to say. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I really have strong feelings or opinions on yes, it's good. Yes, it's bad. So, yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same boat. Now, specifically, I'm talking about, like, obviously for, you know, TV shows, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, whoever you want to subscribe to is perfectly fine. Um, It's no different than paying for cable, which, you know, you're paying to watch a television program. Um, It's just, you know, a different company that's providing it for you. Specifically, what I'm... kind of referring to is film and its distribution and whether or not it qualifies for certain things because it's a movie or not that kind of thing or whether it's it's available to stream versus theatrically theatrically released sure yeah and so so that's the thing um the Cannes film festival the one of the you know there's Sundance is a big one in in America the Cannes Film Festival is a huge one in in France um, then there's the Toronto International Film Festival like those are the big three um, that when you at least for film buffs if you think of a film festival those are the big ones to go to um, Cannes Film Festival has announced or at least last year it did that if a movie is available on a streaming service it will not allow it to premiere or be shown in any of their theaters at the festival uh because they feel like it kind of defeats the purpose which i kind of agree like if if i'm given the option i mean i like going to the theater uh i think both of you and i really enjoy that experience obviously the huge screen is much bigger than my 20 inch TV. <laughs> um, and you know, even much bigger than my four inch phone screen or whatever. Um, and obviously the speakers are better. Um, and sometimes the seats are better, you know, uh, no kids are running, running in, distracting you. Um, you know, we recently watched, uh, uh, Oh, uh, to kind of revisit that experience we had in the theater and it wasn't the same at home. Um, we had to stop it a couple times, um, 
for various reasons I can't remember, but I just remember we had to press pause and do something else, which you, know, you can't do that in the theater. You and, and that so it's a different experience. But we have lives, we have children, we have uh, errands we have to run, we have things we have to do, and you know if a movie's available on Netflix and all the kids are in bed and I'm I'm ready to be done, I can just watch the movie there and it's convenient and that that's the appeal so i don't understand why a movie company would say hey come see our movie in theaters or watch it on netflix or whatever streaming service you want to choose and it's always been kind of confusing but in a recent article from steven spielberg when he was uh promoting ready player one Someone asked him about, you know, whether Netflix movies, Amazon Prime movies and stuff like that should be available or should be eligible for an Oscar. And it kind of made some insight as to why why a movie th- company would release a film in theaters and streaming at the same time. I'll, I'll, I'll read the quote for you real quick. Um, so Steven Spielberg said this about whether or not movies should be uh, Oscar worthy. Once you commit to a television format, your TV movie, you certainly, if it's a good show, deserve an Emmy, but not an Oscar. I don't believe films that are just given a token qualifications in a couple of theaters for less than a week should qualify for an Academy Award nomination. And so that sentence right there, where he says that goes to a movie theater for a week would make it eligible for an Oscar that completely made me rethink like how stupid it was that they would release them both on in theaters and on online at the same time. So that answered that question, but it's still at the same time. I'm like, you know, no one's going to go see it at least in theaters. They might watch it on, on TV or whatever, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, I see the reasoning behind the, the releasing it in both at the same time, like you said, it gives them that, oh, it was in theaters, so we can be up for awards. Um, but I think the same thing as you is it, it doesn't make sense because, and, and theaters are kind of doing this where they're like, we're not going to let your movie show in our theater if it's showing on a platform like Netflix at the same time. Because there's... There, the the theater is like that's lost revenue for us. There's no reason for anybody to come see this movie. Yeah. Um, and so, so I, I think I agree with the. I think I, I I do agree with Spielberg in the awards aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and I think you. I, I think Amazon, which does do its own movies, its own TV shows, and. You know, I don't know if all of their original movies, if they are, you know, available to stream on the, on the the through Amazon's website right away, or or if they do it the other way around. But like with Manchester by the Sea, which was an award nominee, not this most recent Oscars, but the year before, um, with Casey Affleck. Yeah, it was. It's an Amazon. It was done by Amazon. Yeah, but they put it in theaters first, and it didn't. The whole time it was in theaters, you couldn't stream it on Amazon. 
So yeah. then after a certain time frame, I think might have might have even been available before it was on other formats like Blu-ray or DVD. Yeah. It was streaming on Amazon. So yeah, the, so, yeah I think Amazon Prime is, is the one exception to this rule is that because Chris, Christopher Nolan has also commented on, on the streaming aspect of movies and, and th- movies being available both in theaters and online at the same time. Uh, but he did praise uh, Amazon Prime because they, like you said, they, they make a movie, they release it in theaters first, then they release it online later. So you, if you want to see it when it's available, it's in theaters, so you have to go to the theater. And then, you know, if you're patient and you want to wait, you can then, of course, watch it later on, on a streaming service. Um, and so, you know, that kind of just begs the question. I, 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 think, I think I'm with you, whereas the fact that if a movie <clears throat> is only in a theater for like a week, I don't think that should necessarily qualify for well, and- a, an Oscar nomination or whatever. But it kind of begs the question, yes, these are made for a TV service but at the same time and and I'm I'm not necessarily saying that Steven Spielberg is wrong I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate but like you know the movie Bright with Will Smith uh, is a pretty high dollar like high budget film I mean maybe not a huge budget like Ready Player One or something like that but it's 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 you know it's not a TV movie I mean, you know, TV movies are TV movies. <laughs> like, they're not the greatest, uh, so to speak. I mean, you know, with the exception, uh, you know, if if you really try hard, you can make a good TV movie. Spielberg, back to him, back to him made, made a great one. Duel. Um, but, you know, it, it was a low budget and not much to it film. Um, I don't think that would necessarily work in the theater. Uh, but, you know, but yeah, so there's, you know, Bright. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other movies that Netflix has produced. I can't think of them off the top of my head. They're releasing like, what, 8,000 things really, of content this next year. So, it's, And the, th- the thing with some of the stuff uh, that they're releasing, you know, it, it'll it'll say on it Netflix original, but if you dig into it, you might find out it was a movie released over in like it's like a it's a British produced movie yeah that was done you know they released it over there and then Netflix bought the rights for it yeah and then tags on the Netflix I don't know why I don't know how they get away with calling it Netflix original um, so yeah. so the, the, in some veins some of them I think do still see a theatrical release just not in the US yeah uh, for and- like um uh, I, I just watched one the other night called The Ritual uh, on Netflix, which uh, I don't know for sure if this is one of those ones that took that path or not. Um, but it was, it, you know, it's it says it's a Netflix original, but the I, the only reason I came across even being interested in it, in it is I read an article about uh, movies that you can now see on Netflix that you should see. Okay. Uh, so I think it was one that was released... Or had a, a theatrical release, but it's a it's a British or you know a, it's a European movie. All the actors are British. Uh, it was filmed in Sweden, type thing. 
And and I do know that that uh, Netflix and Amazon and and Hulu they're offering distrib- distribution deals for directors, um, so that you know if if someone didn't give them up, uh, you know. Uh, a chance with a you know Warner Brothers or something like that or or Universal, Disney or whatever. Um, if they didn't give them a, a chance to get into theaters, I know that you know Hulu and these streaming services are swooping in saying, hey hey we'll we'll produce your stuff. Um, and some of them are even making deals like you know Netflix made a deal with Adam Sandler to make like six movies or something. They're they've all been horrible, but somehow they've been like one of Netflix's highest earning. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily earn, but they're they're they're, they're, they're doing loads of stuff for Netflix, <laughs> at least for for their bottom line. So what you're saying is you've watched some of those Adam? Tamer I did oh, watch them. See, I, I, I I like watching you know mindless comedies sometimes just because you, you know it's a stressful day. You just want to laugh, mm-hmm. and I did laugh at them. But they are not great. But films. they were laughs of like this is awful or something. <laughs> it, <laughs> well, that's another topic for <laughs> going um, into but, Adam but Sandler. Going back to what you're saying, it's it's definitely a positive avenue for filmmakers that aren't able to get the go ahead from a Warner Brothers or a Paramount or whatnot. And obviously, they, you know, you can use that as a huge stepping stone of, okay, I made a movie that, it, it, you know, you can take that almost like a resume, you know, and build off of your success of, okay, I got a movie on Netflix. Yeah. My next step is, let's get one on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay, after that, now let's get to, I don't know, what are some of the smaller studios like a Lionsgate or, you know, obviously that's it's opening up the door for filmmakers to, to have a place so yeah, to put I'd, something I'd, that they normally wouldn't get out there. So yeah, I'd, I definitely agree. You know, I, I don't think it should be frowned upon if you, if you went to one of those services, um, cause yeah, it's, it's a way to get your stuff out there. Um, and you know, like I said, I, I don't know why Bright is the only film I can think of, but I know there's tons more on on Netflix. But that's the most recent one that I saw, uh, Cloverfield. Yeah, Cloverfield Paradox. I haven't watched that one because I haven't seen um, Cloverfield Lane, um, and I don't know if they're all connected or whatever. But I want to make sure to stay chronological or whatever. Um, Which uh, speaking of the uh, Cloverfield. Uh, you know, you brought up the bright. I have it in my queue, but when I'm looking for something to watch, I pass. I I find more and more that with Netflix, same with Amazon. I don't watch a lot of the original movie content. I'm watching more of the original TV content. Yeah. Um. When it comes to movies if I'm going to watch a movie on Netflix, it's one that I wanted to see in theaters and is now streaming on Netflix yeah. or same with, um, the Cloverfield though. I mean, it was advertised during the super bowl. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I had no idea. No one knew it was being made until the day it was released. <clears throat> um, I mean, I, I knew about it, 
but had no idea. And I knew there was going to be a trailer at the Super Bowl, but uh, had no idea, had read nowhere that it was going to be a Netflix movie. Oh, okay. So then the trailer premieres, and at the end of the trailer says, available after the Super Bowl, Netflix. And I just went, huh? <laughs> I was like, what? And so sure enough, I went that same night. I watched yeah. Cloverfield um, Paradox on uh, on Netflix. And obviously, like you said, new movies, movies that I want to see, I would prefer to see them in theaters. But with that one, you know, it went straight to the Netflix service, was not going to get a theatrical release. So that's my only option. Um, but I, you know, I turned the lights off and I don't know. I, I'm, I think my family was home, so I probably put on my headphones Yeah, to try to emulate as much as I could a theater setting. See, I kind of, this is, you're talking about this and it was kind of making me think like, you know, you, you immediately went to Netflix. I, I wanted to, but like I said, I, I haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and so I kind of want to make sure I don't miss something I'm supposed to know about or whatever and you know maybe even watch cloverfield again uh just to kind of get a refresher um but you know you went to netflix immediately and i'm sure you're not the only one um and i think i remember hearing that you know cloverfield paradox did really well um but kind of makes you think about the morality of netflix and amazon hulu um, as you said, you kind of go toward these streaming services for their TV content. And, you know, I'm noticing a lot of these shows, like, you know, back before streaming services, a TV show would have an episode and you had to wait a week until you saw the next one. And the episodes didn't necessarily need to be seen chronologically um, as far as the, as the overall plot of the show. Um, you know, they might mention, oh, hey, remember back when you almost defeated the blah, 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 whatever, you know, and it would be referencing an episode that obviously happened before. Uh, but, you know, if you watch Star Trek, uh, you know, the original show, The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, whatever, the show itself, you know, from episode to episode isn't necessarily... They don't feed off of each other. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, you know, like with with Deep Space Nine, there's a progression with, and I'm getting into nerd category here because <laughs> not everybody listening probably has watched the show, but you know, there's an overall story arc with you know the Dominion and the the um, shapeshifters or whatever. So obviously that is a big thing, but not every episode necessarily dealt with those guys. Um, but you know, if you watch daredevil or, um, you know, the, you know, daredevil punisher, any, any of those Marvel Netflix shows, um, each episode, you have to watch the one before it. And some of them are like, even like maybe even the whole series is takes place within two or three days. You know, whereas, a whole year or two will go by in a season of an, of another show. And so these shows are being targeted as, you know, they're, they're available 
in its entirety when they were released. And there's articles of people watching the entire show the day it's released. And, you know, when you when you watch Netflix, um, I, I don't have Amazon or Hulu, but I'm sure they do the same thing. When the episode's over, it has a countdown for five seconds. Watch next episode or watch the credits. And there's two buttons. And if that five-second timer goes out, it starts the next episode. And so I'm wondering, like, you know, the morality behind these streaming services just, like, flooding us with content. <clears throat> I mean, if, if, if we want to, if we're moving away from movies streaming and get into that, um, I, on one hand, appreciate having the entire season. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. On the other hand, I'm like... Being a TV show overwatcher, if there's a term, but I watch a lot of TV shows. I don't know how you watch as much TV um, shows but, as you say. But, like, the way that they are released now, and I watch a lot of them on Netflix, if I get behind on a show, it's not I'm behind on one or two episodes. It's I'm now 13 episodes behind. Yeah. Because I'm trying to catch up on this show, so instead of it, you know, like uh, like when you watch, um, when you watch traditional TV shows, you know, you got every Monday this the episode of the show is on. You watch that episode every Monday. If you miss, you know, if you miss a week, you're behind one episode. Yeah, with Netflix. If you're, you know, if you're following a couple of shows, it it can be very easily within a week, especially at the beginning of the month when new stuff comes out and, you know, a lot of stuff hits at the beginning of the month. You could be behind on three or four TV shows, not just one episode. You've got a whole season, which could range from 13 to 20 plus episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like... Like I said, I appreciate it because you can watch them all and it's kind of on your own terms. But like I said, like, you know, for example, I haven't watched any of Punisher. I haven't watched any of Jessica Jones, uh, which are two series that I really want to watch. Whereas but, I, I watched both of those shows in a relatively short yeah. period of time. Um, but uh, it's because I have some other shows that I'm trying to make sure I don't get, you know, so it's it's a balancing game for sure and and sometimes in my case I do look at a show and I'm like you know what it's not worth it I got to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, it's just kind of one of those things where like, you know, I'm I'm glad Netflix is around, you know, it's kind of odd the reason I got Netflix um originally was because of a college course um because the whole and this was before streaming when you had actually had to rent physical discs, um, DVDs or whatever. Uh, the film class is like you're not going to get all these movies at your local video store, which those don't exist anymore. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna have to get Netflix to rent these films, and so like that's why I got it. And of course, you know, quickly made a queue of like seventy thousand movies. Um, <laughs> Or whatever, but 
it's just kind of interesting to just just to think like you know in that was that was ten that was ten years ago a, a little over ten years ago is when I was, when I graduated college. Um, I, I, it's definitely more than ten years ago, maybe twelve. It was two thousand six, um, and they were just starting, and now Netflix is the, they they have they have physically changed the landscape of TV and movies. Yeah. And and so what what's going to happen in another ten years? You know, and you know they're obviously not mm-hmm. stopping. Um, and you know, yeah, I, I can't remember the number of original content that they were planning on producing or at least making available, but it was something like eight hundred. Like it was, and it's, I'm not I'm not kidding. Like it was it was an, a high hundred number of of original content that will be produced this year alone uh in 2018 um and that's just netflix i'm sure amazon has its own thing going on um hulu also you know those are the big three um i mentioned crackle in the opening but it's i've watched one movie on that what can can you guess what i've watched (laughs) um Kind of goes back to that. Ultraviolet. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what Adam Sandler movie se- is on. <laughs> the, se- <laughs> the sequel to Joe Dirt, <laughs> <laughs> which not really worth the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Crackle is kind of the um. They're kind of the the redheaded stepchild at this point. Yeah. Not. I don't think they're going away anytime soon. No. But they, I see ads from all the time. They they are kind of, they're they're slowly doing their part of becoming more of a original content. Yeah. Um, well, well, their thing their thing is that they're free. So I'm sure yeah. there's there, you know I will say there's probably a lot of people who do watch that because a lot of people like free. It was kind of weird watching. Joe Dirt too, Joe the first Joe Dirt. You know it's a funny movie. Christopher Walken's great in it, and you know I don't know. It's just a funny movie. I like I said I I like stupid comedies, but anyways, um, the movie it looked just like the first one, had roughly the same production value, but every ten minutes there was an you know two oh, or so three they, they commercials. Show, they show commercials in the movie. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, there's that kind of frustration about it. But I mean, it's the same as watching a movie that you catch on TNT. You're, you're or basically like watching that. a theatrical movie in a TV movie aspect yeah. when you watch it on crack. So, but yeah, like I said, you know, people like to get things for free and, you know, crackle fill, fulfills that. Uh, so, so crackle is kind of like what Hulu was when Hulu yeah, started. Yeah, Hulu used to be, yeah. Because you can't get that free anymore. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, what is the next Netflix? I have no idea. I mean, it's what you know. You you always look at the technology that we have now, and you're like, God, what's you know? Yeah, what what could possibly you know, ha- when be when, made when DVDs now. came out? You're like, man, we're gonna have these for forever. Well. We don't, you know, we have, they upgraded those to Blu-ray. Now it's all going digital. Yeah. 
So it's, it's hard to think is digital the last frontier, so to speak, or the final <laughs> frontier. Or these you know, are it, the it, voyages it, of the of the cinematic protastic um, internet streaming service. Yes, but it's it's obviously this the what Netflix is doing, what Amazon, what the streaming services are doing. They're not going to stop. Um, now I do I do foresee. I think there's going to be. You know, everybody talks about the big uh, battles between companies and and products as a war. So, like you know, there's the soda, the uh, Coke, Pepsi battle, um, Star and, Wars, Star Trek. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the VHS, DVD, Betamax, VHS um, back in the '80s. Um, Was that an '80s pop culture reference? What was it before the eighties though? I don't know. I think it was before the eighties. Anyways, <laughs> we have no researchers on our team, so <laughs> we just kind of come up with this. Let me go get my phone. No, um, so yeah, so, so there's there's big things that def- like big wars, so to speak, that define um, what the future holds. So obviously, VHS one, and that was the dominant home video format for a long time and then dvd came out and kind of kicked vhs out um and then you know blu-ray versus hd uh, hd dvd dvd that was the big war a couple you know just a few years ago um blu-ray obviously won out and um and so yeah now it's now it's all digital uh, CBS All Access is a paid streaming service for CBS content only. And, you know, Disney's on the verge of releasing their own streaming service. Um, I'm sure Paramount and Universal and all those other companies are also going to be releasing their own streaming services. Um, who knows? Maybe you know your old eighty-year-old neighbor next door will have her own streaming service. I don't. Know. <laughs> that's a different topic. That's that's a. They probably do, but it's it's a. I mean, yeah. Obviously, streaming is is where everything's going. Um, I will say, but like, where where is it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I, I personally don't appreciate what CBS has done. Damn you, CBS. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I point to scum. I point to the CW's app or the CW's website. Okay. They and you know who knows this could change when somebody decides you know what we're gonna do this, but the CW, Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, these are free TV channels that you just pick up over the air with your antenna there. Yeah. You, you have never had to pay for, um, these services. If you go to any of their websites with the exception of CBS, you know, ABC, NBC, whatnot, you have to prove you pay for cable in order to stream their content online Yes, or through their app on your phone. CBS, you can't stream unless you pay for the app. I think they might have some free content, but majority of the content to stream on the app, you have to pay for it. And I'm like, so yeah, the, so they, they don't the, offer anything. So CBS, you have to pay for to get, 
to be able to stream online or on your phone. The yeah. others, you have to pay for cable in order to have that convenience on your phone or on their website. The CW app or website, there's there's no setting up a username. There's no setting up a profile. They don't have the entire seasons like the other ones do. Um, but there's no proving that you pay for cable. It's and and part of their uh, when they released it is we're free. You can pick us up over the over your antenna. Why yeah. would we make you pay for our content online? Why would we make you prove that you pay for cable when you don't have to have cable to yeah. watch us on your TV? And the, they they also have, they have two apps. They've got the CW and the CW Seed, which um, they just recently released a cartoon version of a canceled show from from NBC. Um, uh, there's an NBC show called Constantine based off a comic book character. Um, uh, they did one season on net on ABC or NBC and NBC canceled them. Uh, but you know, CW is, does a lot of DC comics, characters, TV shows, and the character, same actor and everything has shown up periodically here and there. Um, and on he's, some of the shows he's to be a regular next season. And, and yeah, it's, it's been told that he's, he's going to be a regular in one of the shows now. Um, they did, you know, he voiced the character for the cartoon show and that's available, you know, once again, free for, for anybody to watch. Um, and so it's it's just gonna it's gonna be interesting and and you know like I said it, there's a morality I think or an ethics I don't, I don't know what the term is I'm looking for but there's a there's a whether it's right or wrong aspect to being just flooded with content and you know like I said you watch one episode before the credits are over it's already saying hey want to watch the next one. Hey, hey, you want to you see the next one? Hey, hey, I got the next one. Even with the movies, once the movie's over, the credits start rolling. Uh, it says, hey, this movie is also like the one you just watched. It's going to start in five seconds. And like sometimes, you know, it, it it's frustrating because I feel like they do it on purpose. But like, you know, we're not holding the remote the entire time we watch a program. You know, we put it down. Um, and so... Uh, and you know maybe you get comfortable on the couch or something like that and then you know it says oh we're going to start this thing in five seconds and you're like oh crap where'd the remote go where is it you're getting up you're looking around the, you turn the lights off you can't see anything the next thing started and maybe it starts with the the most epic opening sequence of all and then you're <laughs> watching the next thing you know and and i know that's that they're doing that on purpose because you know always, they, they oh, want you to i'll just watch one more but I'll just, just, oh, I'll just watch one yeah, more. Yeah, just watch one more. And then, you know, you've watched an entire season of, you know, 13 one-hour episodes of something or, you know, a two, hour, two or three two-hour movies, you know. That is why I, I definitely appreciated, um, I recently watched the first two seasons of Ash versus, uh, Evil. versus Evil Dead. Yeah. And they were 25-minute episodes. And it was glorious because <laughs> they are... They're, they're not that... They're, they're not our... I think, I think the finale on one of the seasons was a 40-plus. 
but the rest of the the rest of the episodes were all like 25 minutes. So I just assume there were probably 30 minute episodes when they air on. I could have sworn it was an hour long show, but it's been a while (laughs) since I've watched, watched that show. So I don't don't know, but yeah. So, you know, this cop topic could go on forever and I feel like we're kind of over. over. I watched that movie the the other day. Sandlot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Was it streaming? No, it wasn't. No. It's on demand. Oh, there it's you kind go. Of, it's kind of streaming. Um, so we'll wrap this one up. So what are your thoughts on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Crackle, CBS, All Access, the soon-to-be uh, 18 million streaming services? Um, you know, Do you think it's good that everybody's going to have their own thing? Do you think it's bad? the autoplay feature, the binge watching, whatever. What are your thoughts? Uh, give us a shout out on cinematic dot at gmail.com. Or, uh, you can even leave a comment on our Facebook page. Um, and you know, we definitely like to hear what you, what your thoughts are on this. Uh, but until next time we'll see you in the movies or, uh, on the couch. Don't forget to check your, uh, binge watching. Yeah, not we, really. We your ticket. That up. <laughs> well, you're not really ch- not gonna really check your ticket stubs. Well, no, I, I I'm not criticizing what you said. I'm just, just saying, the fact that I can't get it right. No, no, it's not. <laughs> mine wasn't good either. <laughs> I say we flubbed it up. It's like, so, anyways, it's cinematic, fantastic. That's what we do. Yeah.